the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Come on, say, turn it around. Open the windows of heaven. Pour out a blessing. Overflow. Turn it around. Open the windows of heaven. Pour out a blessing. We can't come tell Welcome to Beyond the Veil, a ministry of Dayspring Chapel. Arise, shine, and excel. Located at 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. As Luke chapter 1, verse 78 and 79 tells us, According to the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high has visited us to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death to guide our feet in the path of peace. Now, let's listen in to today's message from Pastor David Oluwadara. Going to Canaan. They had a place they were going to. They had a purpose. They had a goal. But now they got to this place where God wanted to speak to them before they could continue. And uh, they did not want to hear God. They were so adamant, so obstinate, so stubborn that God said, I am not going to go with you to that place. You can go on your own. How would you feel if somebody who started the journey, who took you from somewhere, says, you know, in the middle of the journey and say, you go ahead. And you don't even know where he's taking you. You'll be like, I'll sit down. I, I'm not going anywhere. That was what Moses said. We are not going anywhere. Of course, the people wanted to go back. They wanted to go just anywhere. But Moses, the leader, said, Lord, if you don't go with us, we cannot get there. So he prayed. He prayed and said, Lord, show me if, if he was praying for the people based on his own credit. Because the people had no credit, no favor. God had already said, these people are too too obstinate. In fact, just leave me alone. Meaning, you are you are the one preventing me from dealing with them. Leave me alone. Let me deal with them. And God and Moses said, no, don't destroy them. Basically, Moses did not leave God alone. Did not get out of the way so that God could dest- destroy them. He held on to God. And because of that, because of his prayers, the people had mercy. God had mercy on them. So God answered the prayer of Moses. And it was for the benefit of the people for Moses and for the benefit of the people but one thing that did not change there was the heart of the people the heart of the people was still strong was still obstinate was still stubborn God said you are stubborn and instead of saying Lord take away this stubbornness no they didn't do that God answered the prayer of Moses and said I am going to go with you my presence will go with you and I will bring you to the place I had promised but it was based on the prayer the the favor that Moses had. The people that had the problem, that had stubbornness in their heart, 
hearts did not change and they did not make it to where God was taking them. They all perished in the wilderness. It's very important that when God speaks to us, when we hear the voice of God, when God corrects us, when God points out something in our lives, whether it is our pride, our arrogance, our, you know, stubbornness, our unforgiveness, you know, our bad attitude, that we change. If we don't change, it's going to affect us some ways, somehow, down the line. And their stubbornness came up again and again, and they did not reach their destination. So, this is what the Lord has been speaking to us on, and we have prayed, we are praying, we are using it to pray, and the Lord continues to speak to us on it again today. Now, today, we have prescriptions for divine progress. Prescriptions for divine progress. It's like medications for divine progress, or what you need to do so that you can have divine progress. Our scripture prayer prompters, the first one is Colossians 1, 9 to 12. Colossians 1, 9 to 12. For this reason, we also, since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you and to ask that you will be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding, that you may walk worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing him, being fruitful in every good work and increasing the knowledge of God, strengthened with all might according to his glorious power for all patience and long-suffering with joy, giving thanks to the Father who has qualified us to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in life. What does this have to do with divine progress? We see in this prayer of Paul for the Colossians that he was praying that they would be filled with the knowledge of the will of God, the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding, that they will walk worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing him, not half-pleasing him, and they will be fruitful in every good work, being fruitful in every good work, and increasing in the knowledge of God, strengthened with all might. I mean, that is divine progress. Divine progress is that you increase in the knowledge of God. Divine progress is that you fully please God. Divine progress is that you are strengthened with all might. Divine progress is that your patience and long suffering will increase. That's divine progress. So, we see Paul praying that the people will grow and be fruitful. And uh, the other one is 2 Thessalonians 3, 12 to 13. 2 Thessalonians 3, 12 to 13. It says, And may the Lord make you increase and abound in love. May the Lord make you increase and abound in love toward one another and to all, just as we do to you, so that it may establish your heart blameless in holiness before our God and the Father at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ with all his sins. So this is another prayer for the people to increase. This is for the Thessalonians. It's interesting that many people, when they pray these days, they don't pray this kind of prayer. People pray and say, Lord, give me a good job. Lord, give me a car. Lord, give me this, give me that, give me this, give me that. You know, people don't pray and say, Lord, help me to love you better. Help me to love you more. Help me to love, uh, no, my neighbor. Help me to love my co-worker. Help me to, help me to be a better helper to somebody. Help me to be kind. Help me to be gentle. Help me to be understanding. Give me wisdom. Give me knowledge. People don't pray those kind of prayers. And if you don't pray those kind of prayers, I don't know what prayers you pray. In fact, if you pray those kind of prayers, your prayer for things will be less. 
Amen. Divine progress. Prescriptions for divine progress. Again, the word of the Lord to us this year is, we're going to have divine progress in his presence. And he says, my presence will go with you and I will give you rest. My presence will go with you and I will give you rest now and bring you to the place of rest. I will bring you to the place that I have prepared for you. What is progress? What is progress? Progress suggests enlargement, increase, advancement, development, expansion, success, prosperity, promotion, fruitfulness, and the like. Progress is positive movement. And uh, progress requires effort. Progress is not just sitting down and doing nothing. If you sit down and do nothing, you will not progress. You will retrogress. You will go back. If you're going to be stationary or be stagnant, it's only for a moment or for a while. You will eventually retrogress. Stagnation doesn't, doesn't last long. Stagnation doesn't last long. Before you know it, you are left behind. Before you know it, you are moving back. Before you know it, you are going backward. But to go forward... To progress, you know, it's a pro progress. It's a positive movement. It's moving forward to progress. You got to do something. You got to put something in there. It takes effort. It doesn't just come easy. If it's too easy, it's too cheap. And if it's too cheap, forget it. It doesn't worth much. So don't shy away from something that is that, that requires a lot of work. You know, something that is difficult to do. Go for it. Especially some things, you know, that people don't want to do. So there are not too many people there for whatever reason you don't want to do it go for it sometimes because you know it's too hard to do too difficult to do so they don't do it it's too challenging you go for it amen if you're a female if you are a woman and uh, there are not too many girls in that field you go for it amen same thing if you are a guy a boy a man and there are not too many men in that field you go for it you see they will look for you because they are looking for you because there are not too many like you there amen may the lord give you understanding in the name of jesus mm. so progress is positive movement positive movement hallelujah what is divine progress what is divine progress divine progress we've talked about this many times a progress that is prompted and powered by the holy spirit is prompted and powered by the holy spirit in other words, it's born and bred by God. It's born and bred by God. It is of God. It's from God. Divine progress is only possible in the presence of God. Divine progress is only possible in the presence of God. If it is not divine progress, then it is worldly, sensual, and carnal progress or fleshly progress. To just make more money, you know, to just have more money for your bank account to increase, uh, to, to buy a new car, you know, it's not divine progress. Amen. It's progress. In fact, sometimes it's not even progress for many, many people. You know, you have, you haven't bought a house yet. You don't have a house. You are renting and you are buying a new BMW. It doesn't make sense. Hmm? How does that make sense? That is not progress. It's just foolishness. Amen. And there are many people that do that. <laughs> they don't have their own house, but they, they go and buy a new BMW. I mean, people, if somebody gives you, wonderful. Amen. In fact, you will do well to sell it off. <laughs> sell it off. No. Put the money in the bank and uh, use it to buy investment. Invest it. You know, a car is not an investment. Not an investment. It will chop your money. 
if that thing breaks down, you might have to pack it because you don't have enough money to fix it. Amen. Praise God. And in this progress, in this divine progress, you don't run with other people's mileage. You don't run with other people's pace. You run at the pace God wants you to run. You don't look at other people. You don't know what they are doing. You don't know what is being done for them. You don't know what has been done for them. Some people, their parents give them money, not give them an estate, whatever it is. So don't copy them. If you copy them, you're going to be in trouble. Amen. Look up to God. Let God direct you. Let God order your way. This is divine progress. So don't do what the multitude is doing. Don't do what you know other people are doing. Don't do what the crowd is doing. Do what God wants you to do. So God is calling us to progress in his presence. He's calling you to grow, to mature, to be fruitful in him. Prescription or prescriptions for divine progress. What do you need to have divine progress? What do you need to move forward, to move upward? What do you need? The first thing really that we need is divine adoption, divine birth. That's the first thing. That's the first thing. I mean, we're talking about the divinity. We're talking about the divine. And without being connected to him, without having him on the inside of us, we cannot have divine progress. So the first thing, the f- very first thing, the start, the beginning of divine progress is divine adoption, is divine birth. You see, Second Peter is very striking there. Our text, Second Peter chapter 1, it says from verse 1, to those who have obtained like precious faith, those who have obtained like precious faith, with us by the righteousness of our God and Savior Jesus Christ, grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of our God and of Jesus our Lord. Verse 3 says, as is divine power, or according to his divine power, has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness. We hope you have been blessed by today's broadcast. Come worship with us at Dayspring Chapel, located at 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. Again, that's 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. Sunday worship is at 1 p.m., Bible study and prayers on Wednesday at 7.30 p.m. You may contact Pastor David for prayers or counseling at 857-266-0778. Again, that's 857-266-0778. Until tomorrow at this same time, Monday through Friday, arise, shine, and excel.